Hello and welcome to the Irish Fire Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Halton. I'm an entrepreneur, investor, and financial independence enthusiast, sharing my financial freedom journey. Stay tuned and welcome aboard. This is a topic I've been wanting to cover for a while now. And today I happened to meet up with a friend who kind of finally gave me the the kind of answer that I was looking for when it came to reflecting on this particular topic. I guess it comes about from the notion that sometimes when it comes to trying to be financially independent, we end up sacrificing our short-term happiness. And I've mentioned on the show before, I have this great fear of working, 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 getting to 65, suddenly not working, and just being miserable. And some of you might say, where does that fear come from? What's your justification for that? Well, a couple of years ago, I had this goal. And the particular goal was that I wanted to get myself down to what was a five-hour day at the time. But at the same time, I wanted to increase my income. So this is back when I was actively trying to find ways to increase my income. And I was still very much selling my time for money. So I was billing by an hourly rate. And I had this goal. And I had to basically try and find better clients who were going to pay me more money. I was going to work 200 days a year, so I was effectively taking 40-odd holidays a year, uh, which was great. Again, it was back when I was semi-miserable as a programmer, so it was all about having my work and then going away and escaping that work to spend time on what I wanted. Very much different to how I've gone about my life now. And the reason for that is because of this particular thing that happened. I remember it was around January where I finally achieved that goal. This must have been close to two years ago now. And I just thought to myself, I cannot wait to have achieved this goal. And lo and behold, I crunched the numbers and there it was. I'd done it. I finally had clients that were paying me enough money. I had enough work coming in and I could see that that I'd achieved it. And I was expecting to be ecstatic. Truthfully, I was miserable. I actually felt depressed for a few days once I achieved that goal. And it got me thinking a little bit. And I remember thinking at the time, the trouble was that I no longer had a goal to try and achieve. It's like as human beings, we are programmed to have some sort of goal that we need to go after and that the happiness comes from actually trying to achieve that goal. And I think the other thing that depressed me was that the realization that, right, I've achieved this goal. Now I was expecting just to be comfortable and happy with a five-hour day. But all of a sudden, my thought pattern goes, right, maybe now it's time for me to set another goal. And so in many ways, I was kind of miserable about the fact that I was now going to have to go and set a new goal and start the whole process again. Now, we know what happened. Obviously, I picked up the financial independence movement. I set myself a far bigger goal. I reduced my work hours. I started the podcast. (laughs) I worked on all this other stuff since then. So things have very much changed. But that was very much a tipping point for me along this journey. And it was very much a surprise that I was depressed from the outcome. And I'd actually parked that thought for a while. And I've been wanting to cover an episode on this for a while. But I didn't quite know how I was going to tackle it until a couple of things have happened recently. And the first was an article written by the Mad Scientist. Some of you may be following the Mad Scientist. He's a US-based guy living in Edinburgh. He retired three years ago now. I think he's one year older than me. And he came up with a really interesting quote. And the article that he wrote is called The Best and Worst Thing About FI. And here's the quote. 
The best thing about financial independence is that financial independence gives you the freedom to do anything you want with your life. He then goes to give the quote for the worst thing about financial independence. And here's the quote. Financial independence gives you the freedom to do anything you want with your life. Yes, it's not an editing error. It is the same quote. His point of view is this, and it's similar to my goal point of view. He has become financially independent, and in doing that, he expected to be picking up all of these extra projects. For example, he always wanted to be a musician, but he's found three years down the line that he hasn't done anything on it, and he's still looking for excuses stopping him from doing it. So his big conclusion is that financial independence, for many of us, we use it as an excuse. Oh, I've got to go to work. I can't do that. Oh, I need to save money. I need to invest so I can't buy that. What he is saying is start working on those projects or doing whatever it is that you want to be doing in retirement now so that by the time that you get there, you are actually happy and you know what you want to do. Now, I'll give you an example. Dan Locke talks about this. Dan Locke, when he retired, he went and sat on a beach for a month and he was bored miserable. And then he came back and then he watched movies for a month and then he was bored miserable and he ended up starting another business. Right, so even though Dan Locke had retired from his first business, after three months, he went and started his own business again. That is what he likes to do. And you might say, well, Mike, where is this coming from and what's going on with all of this and why has this suddenly come about? And it's because today I met a friend and the particular friend that I met, very, very successful. He owns a very successful company. He's got property investments lined up. He does a little bit of share trading. He's got all sorts of stuff going on. Very, very nice guy very switched on. He's a few years older than myself, but in saying that in terms of his investment portfolio and the fact that he's got such a successful business, you know, a real honor to be able to sit down and have coffee with him today. And he told me a story and I could see, you know, chatting to him that he was in conflict and he shared this particular story with me that his father was a farmer. And he said when he grew up that this work ethic was ingrained into him. All right. Now this, this particular friend, he has a very successful business Yet he's finding that he feels this need to be at work all the time and to keep an eye on his employees and just make sure that everything's going okay. And he's obviously listened to my podcast and I'm saying, look, work less, you know, start living a better life now. And he's kind of conflicted in his own mind because he can't work out how do I get out of this kind of I've been programmed to work mentality to try and cut back. And I've mentioned this before on the podcast. It is difficult. When I cut back from full time to part time work, I felt like society was frowning down on me right? Like I've been, like I was doing something wrong, but it wasn't, I mean, it isn't that case. And, and truthfully life goes on and, and everything is fine and nobody really notices anyway, right? From that point of view, it's fine. And for him, it would be the case. And he has started cutting down. He has started working from home more. So he is starting to actively take some steps in this. And the advice that I gave him was that he needs to start living his life now as if he were retired. And that may mean that he still does his company. He loves his business. He wants to be doing that. I could tell that he didn't want to give that up. So don't give it up. Live your life as if you were retired now, or at least start living your life as if you were retired now. So my particular friend, I could tell he was conflicted. I could tell that he was kind of, I think, looking for some wisdom from me. And I don't know if I gave it to him at the time. So I actually sent him a message to say, look, is it okay if I cover this off in a podcast so that I can send it to you and hopefully you get some value from it. A lot of people, when they plan to retire, they want to move to a foreign country. And great, I can understand that. That's one of the things that I would love to do as well. 
If that is your mission when you retire, then I am going to challenge you to go and move to Spain for a month now, or at least in the next 12 months. Don't wait till you're 65 or whenever it is that you retire to go and do the big move or the big travel or the big project that you're fantasizing about doing. Because what happens if you get there and you actually don't like it? So many of you know that I did, back in July and August, I did a mini retirement where I basically, for two months, I acted as if I were retired. I still had to do a little bit of work, but I significantly cut down the amount of billing work that I had to do. And honestly, overall, it was a great experience. I loved going for walks during the day. I loved being able to go about my day when it came to the actual work I was doing in a very relaxed kind of way where I didn't have any time stress. And I've touched on this before. For me, financial independence is more about time independence, where you have that freedom to be able to dictate your day however you choose. Now, it wasn't perfect. Obviously, I still had to go to work. I still had to actually produce money. It's not like I could wake up and go, yeah, I'm not going to go to work today. But it was as close to a perfect retirement as I could imagine for me. Now, there was a couple of things I would love to add in there. I would love to have a holiday home in Spain or Portugal or somewhere like that where I could go and spend a few months of the year. I'd love to travel to New Zealand more and go there in January and February when the weather's cold here and it's blistering hot sunshine in New Zealand, obviously because it is summer then. So there's various things that I would do or at least like to do in the long term. And so here's my challenge. If you have something that you would like to do, try and start doing it now so that you can actually make sure that it is something that you want to do. And I guess for me, the podcast is attributed to that. Me setting up hockey clubs is attributed to that. These aren't things that I get paid for. These are things I do because they make me happy. I like the networking aspects and I just like doing it. I like to see more kids play hockey. Through me setting up now two hockey clubs, I've seen 130 kids this year get to play hockey. What a great achievement. I've had now hundreds of emails from the podcast of people thanking me for contributing my thoughts. So again, that makes me feel good. It isn't something that is bringing me closer to financial independence. In fact, it's probably bringing me further away from financial independence and the fact that I'm losing time that I could otherwise be working. But it does give me a great platform that when I retire, I've got the hockey clubs, I've got the podcast, and I've got whatever other projects that I have in mind that I am now actively trying to work on when I have the time. Obviously, time is limited. So it's not such a case where I can do everything that I want, but I can at least be tipping away at various projects and making starts on them and seeing if it's actually something that I would like to do. So what's the takeaway from all this stuff? If you are unhappy now, chances are that being financially independent isn't going to change that. And that's quite important. If you're using financial independence as an escape from your current reality, there is a chance that when that happens, you're going to find yourself no happier for it. And so as a result, the trick here is to find a way to get the balance right. So whatever it is that's making you unhappy, find a way to make that balance right so that you are happy and start acting as if you were financially independent now. And that's the key here, acting as if you were. Look, it could be years away, but put yourself in that mindset. If your FI goal is to travel the world, then start taking those trips today, or at least start planning them today. By all means, take six months off and travel. I did that back in 2010. I traveled for nine months. It was life-changing for me. 
but ultimately I felt like I actually got it out of my system. So I no longer had the travel bug. I eventually realized I traveled too much. I was quite happy to settle down in one place. Ultimately, stop dreaming about it and start doing it. All right. And like I know I often say this on the show that what I'm trying to do is get you guys to start doing something, right? Don't just sit back and think about it. Start doing something. But when it comes to this, start thinking about what your retirement would be and start implementing it now. Financial independence is a great goal, but it's pointless if you're still unhappy at the end of it. Happiness versus financial independence is not one versus the other. It's not a trade-off. They actually go hand in hand. As always, if you have any feedback on this episode, reach out to me at michael at firepodcast.ie. And as always, I look forward to catching you on the next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're a big fan of the show, why not become an Irish Fire Podcast member for free? Members receive access to inside information that isn't shared on the podcast, as well as regular updates such as the monthly newsletter. To become a member, visit www.firepodcast.ie.